Good afternoon, folks. It is Wednesday, May 11th. Welcome, sports fans. It is the Cambridge South Dorchester Vikings. We are talking with some people from some of um, one of Maryland's historic programs. They're, they field great teams across the board at all sports, and there's some great people over in Cambridge. Um, we're talking with some of them. Um, and then we all. before that, we have a sports shakedown. We talk NBA, we talk NHL, we talk MLB, we talk college lacrosse from last weekend. And we do a recruiting roundup, and then we talk about the Bayside uh, Baseball and Softball Championships. Stephen Decatur had a sweep, so we um, honor them. Let's get to it, folks. Tonight on Tuesday, May 10th, uh, we had two games, and the dom- the expected teams won. The Heat edged the 76ers, 120-85. Joel Embiid, the process was limited to just 17 points. Jay Butt, Jimmy Butler had 23 points, 9 boards. The other game, the 64-18 Suns, swept by the Mavericks, 110-80. Luka Doncic had a respectable 28-11, and 11, but Devin Booker had 28 points to lead the Suns. Uh, two games tonight in the uh, both the Warriors are up three games to one. Um, they play tonight against the Golden State and the Boston Celtics. Milwaukee Bucks are two two. Uh, they play tonight at seven on TNT. That's it for NBA, folks. We are talking NHL, folks. There were four playoff games last night. Carolina took a 3-2 lead on the Bruins, winning 5-1. Jarvis had two goals. Um, the Maple Leafs beat the Lightning 
4-2-3. Austin Matthews had a goal. Um, John Tavares also had a goal. Um, the Maple Leafs are up 3-2. Blues beat the Wild 5-2. The Blues are up 3-2. Vladimir Tarasenko, three goals for the Blues. Finally, the Kings beat the Oilers, and they as well are up 3-2. Um, Edmonton's Connor McDavid had a goal, but it wasn't enough. Uh, three games tonight, uh, the Capitals and the um, Panthers are 2-2. Uh, the Rangers and the Penguins are... Uh, the Rangers, two, two, the Rangers and Penguins, Pittsburgh's up 3-1, and the Flames Stars are 2-2. That's it for hockey, folks. Major League Baseball action from Tuesday, May 10th. The Tigers beat the Athletics. Both teams struggling, but the Tigers won 6-0, sweeping the A's in a doubleheader. Um... Athletics also won, or Athletic, excuse me, the, the A's were the road team in the second game of the doubleheader, but they both played both games in Detroit, but um, it was a weird setup. Anyway, the A's won the second game. The Dodgers beat the Pirates 11-1. Justin Turner had hit three of the Dodgers' eight doubles. Josh Hader got his 500th career pay. Congrats to the Anne Arundel County native as the Brewers beat the Reds. The Reds are lowly 6-24. Um, the Brewers won 5-4. The Mets continued to surge as they beat the Nationals 4-2. Yankees beat the Blue Jays 6-5. Red Sox beat the Braves 9-4. Astros beat the Twins 5-0. Justin Verlander had a no-hitter through the eighth. Orioles, the sur- sur- surging Orioles beat the Cardinals. Kyle Bradish had 10-plus um, strikeouts. And the Orioles won 5-3. Rangers beat the Royals 6-4. White Sox beat the Guardians 4-1. Angels beat the Rays 12-0. Rookie Ray, again, Reed Detmers threw a no-hitter. The 22-year-old was the youngest since Anibal Sanchez to throw a no-hitter. Padres beat the Cubs 5-4. Diamondbacks beat the Marlins 9-3. Mariners beat the Phillies 5-4. And finally, the Giants beat the Rockies 9-2. Recruiting roundup, a lot of really quality recruits getting some really quality offers. I'm excited to announce. Uh, first, Dante Lovett has committed to Virginia Tech. The Hokies getting a big defensive back out of DeMatha Catholic High School in Maryland. Um, a big coup for them. Uh, second, Luke Burgott has gotten offers from Colgate and Holy Cross. Stephen Decatur standout picking up, I believe, his ninth and 10th offers. Donovan Dyson, the St. Francis talented edge rusher homegrown from Maryland. Has a homegrown offer from the University of Maryland. Also picked up an offer from Temple. Josh Clark, the Northern Virginia Flint Hill High School star, stud. Got an offer from the Maryland Terrapins. Kevin O'Connor, the Eastern stud shoreman. Got a UMaine offer in Coastal Carolina. Finally, Mean Mahler, Tamaris Walker, defensive lineman. Got an offer from Temple. That's the recruiting roundup, folks. Welcome to the Old Sun Sports Shakedown. We are pleased to bring you a special breaking news flash from the Bayside Conference Championships. Um, Stephen Decatur has swept the baseball and softball conference championships yesterday at Henry E. Parker Complex in Salisbury, Maryland. The men really put it on 
Uh, baseball team winning 17-2. They were up 10 runs after the third inning, and it wasn't close, folks. They beat the St. Michael's Saints. Uh, they finished 18-1, and one, and they're, uh, they're currently 18-1. and one. Softball team only has two losses. They had a closer matchup against the Queen Anne's Lions, winning 4-3. to three. Um, Ava Snellsire had the go-ahead run um, RBI double for the Lady Hawks, and both congratulations to both Hawks. We are on to the interview segment of the podcast where we talk to two um, greats from Cambridge, South Dorchester. First, uh, we talk to Jamarian Wongus. He's a two-sport standout, football and basketball. Led the, um, was on the Stephen Decatur football team this year, but he's going to be Cambridge next year. Um, and then he, for basketball, was on the Cambridge team that went to the state quarter or semifinals this year. Then we talked to basketball coach Marty Bailey, who led them to the state semifinals. Great talks with both of them. Um, listen up, folks. Welcome back to the Old Sun Sports Shakedown podcast. We continue our Cambridge South Dorchester Vikings. We have a very special ath- or, um, guest today, one of the best athletes in the um, school currently. But um, first, we are brought to you by Process Exposure. We are a football company that puts on clinics, uh, showcases, camps, and um, college visits, all to benefit athletes at affordable costs. Check us out on Twitter. We're doing big things all over Maryland and the DM- Virginia and the DMV. Um, our guest today, our special guest, is his name's Jamarian Wongus. Um, he's he, he actually played football for Decatur this past season, but he was on the uh, regional champion hoops team for Cambridge South Dorchester. He's a junior. He's looking to have a big senior season. Welcome to the show, Mr. Wongus. How are you? Uh, thank you. Um, I'm doing good. Doing good. Cool. Good stuff. So tell us about your, like, first thing we'll talk about you and the individual, your athletic career. When did you start playing sports and what are your favorite sports? Uh, I probably started playing sports around like seven, eight years old. Like I started off with baseball. Yeah. Cause I've always had a father figure, um, that used to, Helped me out with baseball and started getting me going with that. Yeah. And around like nine, ten, that's when I started to play football. I never really played basketball until like the age of like thirteen. Yeah. Uh huh. But uh, my favorite sports is basketball and football, but mainly football, really. Yeah, you, you baseball. Seem like you love baseball's football. up there. That's cool. There, you baseball. know, it's it's hard to pick. There's so many great sports in the sports world. It's, I know what you mean. It's hard to pick. They're all fun. Yeah. All right, so cool. Let's talk about um, your season this past year. You were on the Seahawks this past year, and you guys had a really good season. Um, tell us about some of your favorite memories and games from last year. Uh, my favorite game was definitely against Y High, the first game that we played, even though we took to the loss. But it was very fun because that was the game that everybody was hyped about, and it was like, who's the best team in the South? Yeah, really. It was my it was my first game too, so it was like my first game as a Seahawk, which was really nice. I had a little interception, and I feel like I played well that cool. game. Yeah, but yeah, overall, it was a really really great game. It was a high scoring game shootout. Yeah, the team played very well. You know, I'm proud of my boys. Um, I seen that they won in the playoffs when I had to transfer back to CSD. So yeah. that was good. <laughs> So what um what were some what are your um so let's talk about what are your favorite basketball memories from last year? You guys obviously played in um College Park. What were some of the 
what what did you guys what was fun for you last year for basketball? Uh, basically, in the beginning of the season, we was kind of like had a bunch of turnovers, really. And it's like as soon as the season got up, you know, we started putting things together, and that's what made it fun. Is when everybody plays together, everybody shares the ball, and everybody gets individual points. Yeah. So when we won the regionals, it was like we really worked hard for that. So. Yeah, and I got your coach, Coach Marty, on the episode, Coach Bailey on the episode too. He's he was really good, fun talking to about your you know historic basketball season. So what um. What do you think were some of your secrets to your successes as for football and basketball? Uh, just working hard, you know, just try to outwork everybody that's in our position, you know, try and be first. Yeah, absolutely right. Good, good, good call. Um, so what, so you're, you're a Cambridge South Dorchester Viking, obviously, and you know, it's no secret that that town's like loves their sports. What are some cool yeah. things about like growing up in Cambridge that you like, or what are some cool Cambridge traditions? Uh, when I was growing up, it was very like every sport was good, like yeah, baseball, basketball, football. Everything was was just great. You know, it was like growing up as a kid, being able to see that had me like thinking, like, dang, I could be like one of these type of people. Yeah, like growing up having trophies in the showcase and all that, and having banners like inside the CSD because I used to go to the gym when yeah. I was younger, and I used to see all those banners in the gym, and I wanted a banner up there myself. Yeah, that's very so, cool, especially growing up in like a one a small town, like a one eight, like a tight knit community. You got you, it's like a family atmosphere, and everyone everyone knows yeah. everyone, and it's 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 really special experience. So what um. So you're going into your senior year this coming year. What are some of your personal goals and team goals for this coming year and the future? Uh, my goal is really just to stand out, try to be the best I can be, try to help my teammates and be the best they can be also. And for some sophomores and freshmen, try to be a leader for them. Yeah. So when they get older, they can be leaders for the upcoming eighth graders and below. Yeah, so pass really along that leadership. Good, good, um, good, solid head you have on your shoulders there. It seems like. Um. Yeah. So what? We're in the off season now for football. Obviously, you're working hard. What are your favorite parts of the off season? Are you going to any colleges? Are you like, obviously, you're starting to think about you know what you want to do next or beyond next year. But um, do you like lifting? What do you, What do you like about the off season? Uh, lifting, of course, get bigger for college. Yeah. Uh, Definitely going to camps and colleges and stuff so I can get like a sort of idea of what places I want to go to and just competing against other guys, basically, to see where I'm at. Yeah. yeah. Well, I predict I, I'm predicting, you know, you're going to have a big senior year and, um, you know, you're going to, you know, get on some radars for sure. You're definitely one of the players to watch in the Bayside Conference this year. So, um, what on to school? What are your favorite subjects and classes? And if you had to pick right now, what would your career be? Uh, I like science a lot. Science know? is cool. STEM, STEM is good yeah. stuff. When I'm in college, I'm a probably major in uh, zoology because I like animals. So you know, I can major in that, and that's part of science. So science is probably my favorite subject for sure. That's very very neat. Um, did you take zoology in high school? I assume. Uh, no, I was supposed to take it at Decatur, but I had to transfer back, so I wasn't able to take it before. Uh, I, I see. Yeah. Well, animals are obviously great. 
pets and veterinary or, um, uh, wildlife is very cool. I'm a big, big animal guy. I love my pets. So that's a very good field to go into. Um, so yeah. what other, so you, I said, you, know, you play basketball and you said you grew up playing baseball. Do you have any other clubs or activities or what do you like to do in free time? Just kick it with friends and stuff. Uh, really? I just hang with my brother, making sure he stays on top of his stuff, you know, and everything. Yeah. And make sure he's working hard because he's running track and doing football also. He's a freshman too, so I just want to make sure he's the best he can be by senior season. Oh, that's awesome, sir. So you got a two-year, two-year-old, two-year difference, younger brother, and it sounds like you're a good big brother. That's really awesome. So, um, yeah. last question. What um, you're, you're going to start having to think about what you want to go for college, and I assume you want to play ball at the next level. What do you, what do you think you're looking for? If I guess as far as that goes, uh, right now, I'm probably looking. I don't really know yet. I haven't really thought about that. Yeah, it's it's, it's hard. It. It's 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 a little daunting. Like you don't you sometimes you you don't. Um, how do I say this? Sorry, um, you. It's it's a big it's a big challenge to tackle. So you might want to you some. I understand you probably haven't thought about it yet. Is what I'm saying. So yeah. no worries if you don't have an answer for that. But I'm sure you you know just generally you have the goal of playing at the next level. Yeah, that's that's always the goal. Just just to make it past high school and make it to the next level and be successful at the next level. Yeah, further your education and so forth. Provide opportunities. Good stuff. So um, last question or last as we wrap up. So, who's your favorite NFL team? It's draft day. Who's your favorite team, and who do you want them to take? Oh, Baltimore Ravens for sure. Ah, oh, cool. Sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Ravens fan too. I'm I'm really excited to see what we do. Mm. Uh, I see that we're supposed to get this D tackle that uh that's like really big. And he runs like a four. Yeah, Jordan Davis is—he's a freak of yeah. nature from Georgia. So I, I w- I'd be pretty happy with him. But I—I've heard yeah. the rumors we might trade up. So yeah, we'll just have to wait and but see. I'm trying. I really want—I really want Sauce Gardner because Sauce Gardner. I really like that's that's who I really look up to when yeah. I watch college football because me and him are both tall corners. So it was like yeah, you know, that's who you I really model look your up game to. after him. Yes. So that's what that's what I really want the Ravens. Yeah, he's going to go early, so we'd probably have to trade up to get. Did you see his chain? They just put it on Twitter. His he's wearing his chain to the draft night. Did you see it? No, I didn't see it. I haven't really been on Twitter uh, today. Oh yeah, because... I'm sure you've been busy with school and practice and stuff. But um, so Sauce yeah. Gardner got commissioned this huge bottle of hot sauce. It's a diamond hot sauce chain. It's really awesome. Yeah, that's that's nice. That's yeah, nice. I, I would if my nickname were Sauce, I would do the same thing. That's it's it was so fresh. Um, so last question: Do you have any shout outs while you're on the air? Anyone you want to acknowledge? Uh, definitely. Um, I gotta shout out my boy Dario Belazar. Yeah. He, um, he's really been like a really he's been a brother to me for real. Like with sports wise and on off court and on and off the field. Like you know he just. He works, he works very hard, you know. Me and him always grew up together playing football also, so we all used to go at it and everything. But I really want to shout him out because what he's done for CSD last year is something that you really don't see anywhere when you have a guy that can play multiple positions everywhere, you know. Just yeah, he was really being, the anchor being for effective in this position CSD also. last year. He's a great player for and, sure. Uh, another person, my cousin Bryson Coleman. That yeah. is Decatur. 
you know, me and him also growing up since like we was five years old. Yeah, and Bryson's just, a great guy. Me and him, me and him, we uh played pop Warner together. We had my best memory was it was a couple of seconds left in the um, clock in the fourth quarter for to go to the championship and pop Warner and uh, me and him just had that connection where like I know like if I'm guarded I have to find a way to get open. And I got open, threw, threw me the ball, caught it for a touchdown, for the game-winning touchdown. That's probably, like, I guarantee it's his best moment, too, you know. It's just... Yeah, I'm hoping to have great. Bryson on the show sometime soon. He's he's a really great... You guys are... It's really fun watching you. There's some great talent on the shore these days, and it's really fun watching you guys. Yes, sir. All right, so that's... um. We're, we wrap up our um, segment. This is um, Jamarian Wongus for the Cambridge South Dorchester Vikings. Thank you again for joining the show, Jamarian, and um, I'll the episode will probably be out sometime next week. I'll tag you in and send it your way. Okay, thank you. Thank yeah, you absolutely. Right. Have a great night. Enjoy the draft. You too. All right. Go Ravens. Yeah. Welcome back to the Old Sun Sports Shakedown Podcast. It is your host, Old Sun. We are brought to you by Process Exposure, hashtag unrivaled. We are a football company that puts um, – we put on camps, showcases, uh, college visits, and um, – Clinics all to benefit young athletes at affordable costs. Check us out on Twitter. We're doing big things. Um, as we continue our interview segment, we have the coach. Um, he's a very great coach in Cambridge, South Dorchester, the men's basketball coach, Mr. Marty Bailey. He's um, a longtime coach in the Bayside Conference, a Bayside Conference standout as a player, an Eastern Shore bred guy, and he led Cambridge to the state final four this past year. So let's give it up for Mr. Bailey. Welcome to the show, sir. Hey, thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, um, so you're from Easton, right? Yeah. So tell me about like your when did you start playing basketball growing up, and tell me and anything stand out about your high school career. Uh, well, my father coaching in Easton, uh, the high high school. Oh, I didn't know um, that. Was, That's cool. Yeah, he was the assistant varsity and JV coach, um, but originally. Uh, lived in Ridgely up until the age of 14 when I moved we moved to Easton but I was always around playing the YMCA in Easton uh-huh. um, when I was younger um, you know the days where everybody played outside and everything my older I got older brothers I've, three older brothers was, I'm old enough that I remember that playing outside <laughs> yeah so them being older and being around it all the time I just picked up on it and yeah so I know Jeff Jeff Chambers, the North Car- North Carolina team, won the state championship. I was little, so I was watching those guys and uh, West Corners, Don Dre, Phoenix, all of them over in Easton when I was young. Mm, so yeah, I, I love this kind of. Sorry to interject, but I love this cool. kind of stuff. I'm really, you know, that book that's coming out. I'm so excited for that book because I want to learn all about. I know some local stuff, some like Decatur, Worcester County stuff, but I the whole Bayside Conference. I want to read that book. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I heard about it too. Yeah, I want to definitely look at it myself. The history of Eastern Shore basketball. I'm definitely give that book some free promotion. But go on about your career playing at Easton. Um, yeah, I, I I got to Easton um into eighth grade, so playing at the park and everything. I was kind of like building a reputation too, where I um I could play a little bit, and um and it was just assumed that I was going to play JV because my 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 dad was there. And honestly, I had told the varsity coach I was going to play for him. This is in eighth grade, but I had yeah. visions of seeing him 
seeing uh me playing varsity because I seen Albert Morin do it and and um yeah and, and, I've heard his Colonel. name. Yeah, he's went to UConn, played pro, everything like that. So he was the person I was actually modeling everything after because he yeah. was a year ahead of me. So everything he did, I was trying to do myself. So I actually got to Easton in, in freshman year, and I ended up being like six man, okay. uh, playing more and more as the year went along, and and we ended up getting back to the regional final against Albert and Kavan Johnson, two D one players. Um, Where they play? Um, at Colonel Richardson. Oh, Colonel Richardson. Wow. Okay. Yeah. The van went to James Madison. The Albert went to UConn, won national championship. Yeah, I remember Albert. Yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah. And um, we had some great talent around, you know, in the 90s overall. Um, we could play against any city team or anything. That was way before AAU. I actually got in, it introduced to AAU that summer going into my 10th grade year. So, uh-huh. um, and it was just one team from here and all the lower Delaware and Eastern Shore. And um, we got exposed to the big time. We ended up getting lucky enough to get a Nike contract that first year. Um, and we were named the Sharpshooters because we had a lot of them on our team. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, yeah. <laughs> so that was that was fun. I mean, knowing that you could throw a lob to anywhere on the, and everybody anybody would go get it, catch it. Everybody could shoot. It was, it was nice. And then I'm um, going to my 10th grade year. You know, making um, uh, I don't know if you know this person named Hanny Camper. He's from Cambridge. They I know won, the Camper um, name. Yeah, he's he's he was our LeBron um back then, um six four two fifteen I believe ran four seven forty like he was point guard he could do it all. Yeah, we play, played them and um they beat us bad. They ended up beating winning the state championship, but after the game he. He stamped me and he was like, Marty, he's nice. Like, and everybody, when he was after the game, kept saying it to everybody. I went and found my family and like, he's next. He's, he can play. Yeah. So that like stamped me on the base side. Um, and then junior year, I think we won the North base side at Easton, lost to Waha and had a real good year, actually. And then my senior year, we had some things going on with, um, players, we uh, coach stepped into the rule correctly, so we had only had like eight players. So we moved up a kid to play mm. uh, with us, but you, we didn't know that they couldn't play the same night. You're allowed to play JV and Varsity in the same year, but we didn't know Not they could the play the same night. night. Yeah, so that screwed us over, and then um, we didn't get a chance to play in the Bayside game. It just went downhill. But our team That's that true. year, a lot of you know, a lot of us in that age group. Now, now, looking back, a lot of us compare our team, the 98 team, with the 88 team in Easton that went um, across the bridge. They had D1 players. Yeah. So, it was one of the best teams ever. Definitely top five. Yeah. And um, that was pretty much my high school career. And, you know, I just drove – I drove every, everybody around. You know, old school, I had a van. I drove everybody around. We went court to court in, in whatever county, and we just had fun playing ball. That's just really awesome. I love I, – I played a little AAU and a little high school basketball. I love – like, I played ball boy growing up. It was – I I went to – I was taught by – I taught – Alan Miller taught me the game from Snow Hill. Yeah, he's sharp. He, he really <laughs> – yeah. like, he, we, he was a family friend before he passed, and he, he was a real – like, it was – I really learned a lot about basketball and, like, the local basketball culture for him. Have you heard about, too, the event they're having um, – 
in April or May in Wicomico County. It's they just announced it. It's a three on three outdoor tournament, like a national tournament. Oh, I just got an email about it. I just I haven't looked at it really well yet. But yeah, I, I haven't either. But I need to get some more details into it. But yeah, it sounds like a really cool event. I talked to the dude who organized it, James Simmons. Yeah. Um, so going on, you coached at Easton um, for a number of years. Tell us about that. Oh, that was fun. Um, I never knew I was going to be a coach. I had two coaches tell me that in high school that I was going to be a coach, but I I didn't really talk much. I just did everything. Yeah. That I would just, just had goals to get where I wanted to go, and people followed me. But I never seen me being a coach. And then when I was in college my last year, Richard Guy, he was a varsity coach in Easton. He's – he was like, all right, I'm gonna put you on my bench next year, and I, you know, I didn't really pay attention to it. The next thing I know, I was on the bench, <laughs> and three years, J, three years varsity assistant. Then I did uh, two years JV, and then I did uh, eight years on varsity. Yeah, and we we did a great. I mean, it, it was it was fun because those kids now around your age now, it feels it feels weird me saying it. They're on thirty, but. Who, they, yeah, um, I'm, I'm I'm 30 years old. I'm a 2010 yeah. graduate from Stephen Gator. Yeah, so it feels weird for me because I'm 41, and mm. no, they you know not that much younger than me. But then I have seen a lot of them grow up, and now they have kids. It's it's just amazing yeah. to see. Who was um the best basketball player in my time? I'd say was do you remember Charles Fontaine? Yeah, from Ardella. I'd uh-huh. say he was probably the best dude I saw. Mm. We um and then yeah, we didn't. Cedric Johnson was really good too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played a lot of my kids played against him in in the summer. Yeah, a lot. Mm-hmm. And I see him down Snow Hill now. You know, that's I, when I look at the Snow Hill staff. It's just it makes me happy because they're alumni. Yeah, that, they're, they're really doing good, some good stuff down there. I, mm-hmm. I think Snow Hill's programs are going in the right direction. Yeah. So, I mean, it was fun. We are eight years of varsity there. We won three Bayside's. We won three regionals. Got to the final of, we got to the state finals. Um, It was just a fun time. I mean, the system's in place. Um, We still see some of the resemblance of what I did when I was there because of that same staff is pretty much there. So it's, it's like, it's happy to see it. So it tells yeah. me something, at least the foundation. They, you they you, using you set the stuff. template for, yeah, that's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. So go, I'll, that'll steer me into my next question. What did you like, what are you as a basketball coach, if you don't have to divulge any trade secrets, of course, but like, <laughs> um, like what kind of offense do you like to run? What are your philosophies, principles? Like what do you, what do you as a no. basketball coach? I would believe I'm probably like a player's coach because I played and and especially when I was at Easton, I was still in good shape. So I could actually show, you know, and play with them full court. Yeah. Um, so there I had they I had been with the kids so long they kinda knew when they got to me kinda what they need to do. They know we had to be in shape, up tempo, but you yeah. had to play defense and that's Something from playing in college. You don't play defense. You don't get on the court, and that, I took that with me. Bringing you played. Where'd you play in college? Um, Delaware State. Oh, that's awesome! You're Sierra Hornet. That's cool. Tell us yeah. about. Tell us a little bit about that. That was a fun experience. Um, getting there, and and that was uh, was a life lesson with that because I was when I was 15, I played in their gym, in yeah. the AAU, and 
and they weren't re- recruitment. The, the guys they were looking at, you know, Haney, Albert, all those guys who ended mm-hmm. up, you know, being a higher level than that. But our AAU coach just kept telling them about me, and they didn't give me a look. And then they the ones I ended up signing signing with. I mean, mm-hmm. if I burned that bridge when I was fifteen, saying yeah. no, I don't want to go because y'all didn't look at me, I don't get that scholarship. So yeah, but coming into there, you it's a I'm not gonna say a culture shock. You just realize that how many players that can really play. Yeah. And that cream of the crop is really something. It's like cream rise to the top. You don't realize Everybody. it so much growing up in a rural area. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because you're like the best kid in your town. You think you're like the best. You don't realize just because you're the best kid in your town at a particular sport that you're not. There's other. There's just. There's like 40, 50, 60 other towns in Maryland where there's kids just as good, if not better than you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The athleticism. I mean, it's. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, some of them, a lot of them there get, get a lot of them get there because of athleticism. But then as the year go along, man, the IQ, you can tell who really, really understands the game. And then them the ones yeah. that end up playing. Mm-hmm. I was one of those type. I wasn't gonna out jump you, out run you, and nothing. But I could shoot yeah. the ball really well. So that always helped. Coaches always love that because it stretched the defense out. Yeah. One thing I'd say, I guess, like. Um... I feel like just all, all around in sports, the resources and the commitment to sports on the Eastern Shore is getting a lot better over the years. But, like, the Eastern Shore players have always had heart and love of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I miss always That's been always there. what's, like, made us, like, stand out as players. Like, Yeah, I, and I think that from playing outside and playing against older kids, like old grown men, you know, it really helped us. Yeah, um, I don't see that as much now with the kids. Like yeah, the it's, it's, it, well, yeah, that's true. It's kind of like though what you were saying earlier. What we we grew up like, we played outside. We grew up in the country, kind of, so to say, relatively speaking, and we played outside mm-hmm. and we played ball with our friends. Like that's and that's how we get, be, grew our talents. Mm-hmm. Got, yeah, got exactly. tested. So, um, tell us about next question. What did you you decided to come to Cambridge South Dorchester and tell us about that and your final four run this year? Um, that was a total surprise. Um, from after leaving Easton, uh, uh, my kids are young; they're sixth and eighth grade now. So, at the time, I I, I was just going to focus on raising them. They were just starting to get into sports and everything, and, and it's a time commitment. So I was just taking that time off. That first year I, I was off, I helped out North Carolina. My father was there. Yeah. And my my brother. So I came for, you know, an hour day, worked on the defense and yeah. went home to take care of the kids. And then it was a two-year gap where I didn't do nothing for high school. I was always involved in it, you know, with summer ball and that kind of thing. Um, but then I ended up coaching the current AD at uh, Miss Otey. And Eric Ote's daughter, oldest daughter, in the rec league with my mm. daughter. So they seen how good I was with the kids and everything and dealing with the little girls. I, or, sorry. I was going to say, huh. I actually have Eric is going to come on the episode, too. Oh, okay. Cool. cool. I'm doing a Cambridge episode. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, that's, that's, really what, cool. that's what the theme is. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's that'll be good. He's a good good guy. Both of them are good yeah. people. Coach Coleman recommend he gave me a lot. He's he Coach Coleman supported me with doing this podcast and giving me a lot of his like contacts to like talk to cool people from the shore and you know, like yourself. So that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, that'll be a good one. 
Yeah, so, so um, but go on, sorry. Oh, yeah, um, so I ended up coaching her, and then they was like, well, we're going to be getting a new coach soon. Are you interested? And I was like, nah, just raise my kids right now. I've been coaching, you know, a while. And then the following year, <laughs> they asked the same question. <laughs> and I can't remember how I responded, but it was – she uh, Miss O'Tay was like, so that's not a no. I was like, oh crap! Aww. I didn't really, I really didn't say no, but I was still considering. You know, like it's an extra gym. You know, I can, and bring the kids. They like in basketball now, so it was like a four to six month process for yeah. going. I taught them kids, and I was like, if I do it, you know, I'm gonna be gone. I'm gonna be gone. And you know, it's not like in Easton. I can ride to the gym. I got to go to Cambridge and everything. And they thought about it two more months, and I asked them. I said, they gonna, they need a decision. I said, I don't care either way. You know, and I said, it's our rival school. It's going to be weird. I didn't know how people was going to respond to it. And then they was like, well, we got another gym to play in. Go ahead and do it. That was pretty much how I got there because my kids said, go ahead and do it. We, we can come to the gym. Yeah, that's so, sick. I didn't know how I was going to respond from, you know, the East people. But when they did that press conference – I mean, by the time I got in my car, my phone was blowing up from all the support I got from my current, my my former players in the East, and I, I didn't know how it was going to go, but it ended up making me smile off of that. So that's yeah. how I got there. It was kind of an accident, but I enjoyed. Yeah. So you you had a really good season this past year. You want to talk a little bit about that? Oh man, this season, man. I mean, this year in general for everybody was very unorthodox with the COVID and snow and everything like that um and beginning of the year, i missed the first game of the year got sick um and i mean this is the first year where the the, the players that play over the pandemic you know that the travel team people you can see the difference between them and players that just show up during the season it was a big gap more than normal yeah and typically i got football players on the team yeah. And it was the same thing this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when I looked around, it was like overall, all of all of the, the Bayside talent was down overall when you looked at team for team and all that compared to what it used to be. So I agree this year, yeah, it was kind of a down year, but mm-hmm. I mean some of the bad teams were like really, really bad and then some of the good teams were still beatable. So it was like yeah. you, you can go any way. You um, had um yeah, you had Y like well, it was Y High Queen Anne's in the final, and like you had Y High who was not. They were both nineteen and one, and they weren't as you. We saw they. We saw what happened. Or, well, like Y High was not not to take anything away from them. They were a great team, and they had a great season. But they like I think they would have the team. They weren't as good as the team the year before last or the year before that. Like when mm-hmm. they had some other guys, if they had some of those other guys that. They could have been a really, like, legendary team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. I get it. I definitely agree. I, man, I talked to Butch a lot also. So, And and it was just a, a, one of the years where you you wouldn't expect them to be 19-1 if you looked at the, the you know. The yeah. The, yeah. Uh, that's, like, a really good – they overachieved. Like, that's a really t- testament to their heart and their, like, cohesiveness as a team. Mm-hmm. Yes, the system that's been in place, you know, and Coach, they Wall- know. And Coach Waller, yeah. Mm-hmm. But with our team, I, I really, literally, the first week, I had to do all the base. Not that we don't do fundamentals, but we literally had to spend a whole week 
doing dribbling drills, layup yeah. drills. Just, I mean, starting them from nothing. Yeah. And and then dealing with, I mean, dealing in Cambridge is it's rough. It's rough on those kids. The stuff that they go through between off the court, it's, it amazes me. Some of them have went through more stuff than we've been through at our age. I understand. And then they respect I, I, I know, yeah. <laughs> so it was a it was rough overall. But then once we got around midseason, I was like, you know what, God? Our goal was to win 11 games, get over 500. Yeah. And we got around midseason. We started looking around the 1A. I said, you know what, guys? I mean, if y'all really, really lock in, y'all got a chance to win this region. I mean, you know, and, and I'm honest with them. I mean, transparency, we know we're not a good team. I said, but we know that we have some strengths that can take us a long way. Yeah. I'll do my best to try to hide weaknesses. That's one of my coach philosophies Yeah, is trying to hide weaknesses as long as I can and, and put them in position to use their strengths. Um, so we got to that point, and then right at the end of the year, I said, man, we right there. I said, we're right there. I said, don't – we had a chance. We lost to Ken Island at the buzzer. Um, so I said we we had flashes where we could be really good. So at the end of the year when we actually got to practice some more and really drill it, drill these little details in, they started playing good at the right time. And I mean, I've never cried in a win, but we got to that final four. I lost it. <laughs> like yeah. I couldn't hold it in because I knew all the stuff that they go through day to day just to even get to school. Yeah. And then all I mean, we have fans do supposed to be on our side it seems like they're against us i mean and mm. to get through all that emotion just came out of me that's something and those I, kids are gonna remember like for the rest of their effing life well you know what i'm saying sorry for yeah for franity but like yeah that's yeah, like I mean, that's like really true. like something you take with, with you like it builds character and like you can always draw back on like and it's great plus it's a great memory yeah, that's one thing I preached on too. I said you don't ever forget high school. I said I played on TV in college, and my dreams usually when I have a dream is is high school. When I have a dream about college, I wake up thinking I'm late for practice. <laughs> it's totally yeah. two different dreams. <laughs> so they, I think they really, I could see them towards the end of the year really like really paying attention to the, the details and stuff that I was saying to them. I could see that they start making more eye contact, like really, really listen to the things I'm saying. They, they bought bought in, so to say. Yes, they definitely bought in at the right time. Yeah, they had the right culture going on, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely worked. Because it took a while. It took a while with a year off. Because none of them have, uh, had played for me before. So they had no clue. And some of them was the first time in high school playing basketball. So it takes time for yeah, them to understand. Yeah, you got to mold some athletes. That's record. definitely the case. Especially to 1A school with like a small, smaller, no offense, like a smaller population yeah. like Cambridge 1A school. You got to mold some players and work with what you got with as far as the talent goes you don't have like a you're not like a 4a school picking from like 2200 kids where there's like 30 kids a grade who grew up with like playing basketball seriously it's you you got what do you have what do you have come out to tryouts like um 14 yeah <laughs> I think that was it. you know what i'm yeah, saying our jb average six players a game um they had five most of the time, and then us, we had 11 um, eligible most of the time, and then we never know which ones was going to be at the game. <laughs> yeah. So what? Uh, last question before I wrap up. Do you have any um, advice to young coaches out there or young athletes? Um, probably a little bit of both for the coaches and athletes is – well, coaches first. Coaches, you got to get you got to get out there and actually – see your players outside of the season 
you need to support them in whatever they're doing so they know that you're just not just doing that during yeah. the year and, and that you're a real person and that you really are inter- interested in the things that they do. Um, you know, I train, I train kids and I show up at their rec games. Yeah. Because I was like, I, I want to make sure for, for one, the stuff that I'm teaching you is helping you towards what you're doing right now uh-huh. along with your long-term goal is, but they, they're so happy when they see me in the crowd. Like their parents come over, like they really appreciate that you coming to see them. I was like, yeah, it's just not about, you know, the little bit of money we make with it, with this, you know, like we want to see you actually get better, you know? Yeah. So, and, um, and also teaching the fundamentals. Like I said, we had to do a whole week of yeah. basics just to even, you can't run plays if you can't even dribble, make a layup, yeah. pass so that. And then for the players, it's the same thing. Like, accountability and that's for the coaches too but accountability once you really see where you are because everybody praises them through youth league once they get up against all the people that that's been praised you know a mini version of going to college and seeing other people can play yeah um seeing actually where you are don't tell me you can shoot and you make two out of ten threes with no you know in practice with no yeah, i don't defense. even like you don't even need to be able like shooting's good but you don't even need to be able to shoot to be a great like team in the high school bayside level like you can just no. be if you if you if you can really pat if as a ball player if you can dribble have defense fundamentals pass and make free throws and are con- in superior condition you 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 have you get six to eight, nine of those guys you can and you're a good coach you can you know really overachieve. I mean, you just described my team in detail. Just really, now. I, mean, I didn't we, even know that. Sorry, I apologize. <laughs> I didn't watch any Cambridge games this year, but like, you, that, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it was. I know I had some athletes. I was like, man, just was getting shaped. Yeah, I, that's I what I'm saying. You take some athletes, you teach them those five fundamentals, and then you you just mm-hmm. you can roll with it. I mean, my JV coach is always amazing. He's like, hey, how in the world do you play eleven players every night? I was like. I tell them we have a college left for. I said, if y'all are tired, imagine how the other team feels. We yeah. usually have seven, eight players that play. So that was one of our strengths. And I, I always told them, I said, it pays off in the long run. I said, we don't have a team that can walk it up and just shoot, you know, shoot threes. We don't have shoes. Like, I'm really honest with them. I was like, this is what you do well. If you can do something else well, show it. I said, but if, you know, over time, we'll be able to tell what you can do yeah. well. So let's just roll with that. <laughs> like shooting so. shooting threes and running a complicated offenses are great. But if you can't, like, set picks and, like, get break a press, like, you're not – what's the what's the point? Right, right. Yeah. The majority of the game is transition anyway. People tra- don't yeah, and then you, if you're not the better team in transition and you're getting out-rebounded, then, like, what's the – you know, what like, it comes down to those things. Yeah. yeah, so, um, so that, thank yeah, you again. Advice. Sorry. No, I was just saying that's my advice for coaches and young coaches and players is yeah. pretty much accountability on where you're at and then let's just build on it. I mean, you got to get out of your feelings of what you think you are and whatever it is that you are just and keep improving because you're not a bad person either way. You just know where you are so you can get better. Yeah, sounds absolutely right. Thank you, Coach. Right on. Um, so that's again, Coach. That's Coach Marty Bailey from Cambridge South Dorchester. Dorchester, I appreciate you coming on the coat the show, Coach, and um, have a great rest of your weekend. All right, you too, man. Thank you. All right, peace. Thank you. One, two.
Check me out right here, yo. Yo, the sun don't shine forever, but as long as it's here, then we might as well shine together. Better now than never, business before pleasure. P. Diddy and the fam, who you know do it better? Get right, no matter what, be airtight. tight. So when you hear something, make sure you hear it right. Don't make an ass out of yourself by assuming my music keeps you moving. What are you chewing? You know that I'm two levels above you, baby. Oh, I'm making up facts, I'm making up flat.